This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey everybody, Carm Capriato, Remarkable Results Radio, and another CarmCast brought to you by Technician Fine. Glad to have you here. This is the 2023 Breaks for Breast Challenge. You've you've heard me talk about this. I'm looking for $400,000 and 500 shops signed up, no matter what Leanne and Laura want. <laughs> We've got a great panel. I can't wait for you to see it, but thank you so much to Technician Fine. Hey, are you tired or struggling to find skilled automotive technicians for your independent auto repair shop? Well, say goodbye to the endless search and let Technician Find be your solution at technicianfind.com. Forget about the ineffective job boards, high-priced recruiters, or hit-or-miss referrals. Our comprehensive services include creative ads, social media marketing, direct outreach, and passive recruiting. That will attract top talent faster. With our proven three-step candidate sourcing process and five-mile famous passive recruiting service, we'll alleviate the burden of finding qualified staff and help you achieve the freedom, profit, and growth you've always dreamed of. Getting started is easy and begins with a quick onboarding call that will have you up and running in under an hour. Once you've hired the right candidate, you let the friendly technician find team know and they pause all of your campaigns until you need help in the future. No commitments, no long-term contracts, no hassle. Visit our website now to discover the ultimate solution for hiring technicians and schedule a personalized hiring strategy call with us. Technicianfind.com. Thank you, Chris Lawson. He is actually here with us today. How exciting to have Chris on. But look at guys and ladies and everyone in the industry. An important initiative started in 2011 when Lee Ann Best and Laura Frank went out and said, hey, we're going to do something like this. And they found almost in their backyard the Cleveland Clinic. I want to introduce my entire panel that is here to help and to motivate you to get behind this incredible automotive aftermarket fundraiser. Lee Ann Best is here, co-founder of Breaks for breasts. Hi, Leah. Thanks, Carm. We are so excited to have this podcast today to let the industry know what they're missing out on because it's so easy to participate. And we really hope that we're going to hit some amazing goals this year. So many people that are shop owners that I talk to say, my God, we can't believe we hadn't done this and we're going to continue to be committed to it each and every year. Laura Frank is here, co-founder along with Laura. Good to have you here. Dr. Justin Johnson from the Cleveland Clinic, key role player here. Thanks for having me, Carm. Thank you so much, Dr. Johnson, and honored to have our special guest, Jennifer Davis, the first recipient of the breast cancer vaccine trial, a nurse and a mom. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Appreciate that. Cindy Frosca is here, Chief Client Officer from Kukui, who does so much for Breaks for Breasts and the website stuff and great contributor of monies. Thank you. Of course. So happy to be here with you guys. Yeah, we are happy to have you. David Asquith is here, Managing Director, AutoStream Car Care. Hello, David. Great to see you, Carl. Thank you, man. Again, his shop is a player and has been, what, eight shops? Nine shops. Nine. Mm. See, one happened overnight. <laughs> Nicole Benikoff is here from Subi Guys in Traverse City, Michigan. Hello, Nicole. Hello. Happy to be here, and this is our fourth year. Thank you. And Nicole's got some really cool things to tell you on how to communicate this to your customer. And of course, Chris Lawson is here from Technician Fine. Hey, Chris, what are you doing for Breaks for Breasts? Hey, I am so honored to be here. This is a cause that's really near and dear to my heart. My mother suffered from uh, breast cancer, so anything I can do to support. So I'm supporting every way I can. Thank you so much, Chris. Yeah, you just nailed it. 
uh, so many of us are touched by breast cancer. And I'll bet you if I ask to raise hands and I won't in this room, we've either had family members or friends, close friends, my wife back three years ago. There's so many experiences, life's experience before your diagnosis and then after that affects so many people. I know that our special guest, Jennifer, could talk to this. And this is all about continuing research for the triple negative breast cancer vaccine. And I think that's so interesting. We as lay people, Dr. Justin, probably just don't know enough about what triple negative breast cancer is. Maybe you can cover that today for us. And the fact that, and this is the most exciting part, I think it get goosebumps to think that there's a vaccine trial going on. And, you know, when we heard about it and then when we decided to put this credible challenge, I said 400,000 this year, there was 200,000 last year. I said, why can't we have 400 shops across the U.S. and there's 250,000 shops? So why can't we have this little minuscule portion of uh, the shop owners around the U.S. doing this breaks for breast free breaks during the month of October and then the contribution back up to the fund for what that invoice was? We'll explain a little bit in a minute, but you're here because you care and we want to tell this great story. And Jennifer is out doing a lot of publicity only because, not because it's in her best interest, is that press has flocked to this incredible moment in time where there is a vaccine study for triple negative breast cancer. So Leanne and Laura just set this up for us. And maybe there's a lot of people that are listening that just say, "Ah, I didn't even know this is going on. Tell us. Yeah, so Breaks for Breast got its start in 2011. Laura and I were just having a simple dinner and we were discussing the fact, one of Laura's favorite sayings is, as a business owner, we have visibility. And with visibility, we have a responsibility to make the world a better place. And while we participated in a lot of local community events, that night when we sat there, we're like, but how can we change the world? Because, you know, we like to think big. So that night, literally an an evening in September, we came up with the concept for Breaks for Breasts. We weren't sure how it was going to go. And we decided the following month, October, which is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, would be the perfect month to do this and, and to launch this. So we got five shops together. And we ended up raising five little Ohio shops. We ended up raising $10,000. And at that point, we kind of looked at ourselves and said, man, we might have something going on here. And Laura, if you want to take it from there. So for me, it was personal. Of course, Carmen, you, you talked about it being personal for a lot of people. Mother had ovarian cancer, and I wanted to do something for that. And ovarian cancer, if people don't know, is tied directly to breast cancer. So I thought that was a good way to get the word out. And since then, unfortunately, I found out that pancreatic cancer is also tied to that type of cancer. So we decided, I'll talk a little bit about the program. Since Leanne touched on the start, what we proposed was to give our customers free break pads. And how we did that is we reached out to our vendors and asked them to supply us with free break pads and then in the month of October, and then we would pass that savings on to our customers. Any other ancillary parts that were needed or any labor associated with that break job, we would then donate 10% of that to the Cleveland Clinic Breast Cancer Research Program. And kind of it in a nutshell. Right. At the time, Carm, when we came up with Breaks for Breast, there were two factors that were extremely critical to both Laura and I. And one of them was that every single penny we raised went directly to whatever our focus was. We work on a budget of zero. So we rely on our industry to support us and make those donations and run that program in their shop. And the second part of it was we really had to find 
a recipient who completely aligned with our vision. So we did look far and wide, north, south, east, west. We talked to a lot of people and finally one day lamenting at a business networking international meeting to a friend of mine. And I said, it's just amazing to me that we can't find the right fit and got back from the sh- from that meeting and I was sitting in the shop and my phone rang and there was a lady on the other end of the phone and she's like, you don't know who I am. My name is Nancy Johnson. But before you go any further, you need to meet Dr. Vincent Tui at the Cleveland Clinic. So as it turned out, Nancy is Dr. Justin Johnson's mom. Laura and I met Dr. Tui, heard about his prevention is the cure, heard about his vision of the vaccine, and and we were on board 100%. It was exactly what we were looking for. And then not to mention, above that was even Dr. Tui's personality. I mean, he was so down to earth. He was such a humble person. And and the minute we met him, we just got sucked right into this personality, you know. It was great fit and a win-win. So it was perfect. We may have some pictures to show of the check presentation and the visit to the Cleveland Clinic that Dr. Johnson was so kind to give us to the lab. That's the TUI lab and many of the supporters who are on this call right now. What you're looking at there is an inside view of the lab. We like to keep an open door policy. So Leanne and Laura and all of our supporters are welcome to tour the lab if they'd like to. And that's our team. Let me just break in about breaksforbreast.com. We're putting up the URL and the link. You see me with a shirt here. I see this, my beautiful Breaks for Breast t-shirt. Well, shop owner who ran this program bought a bunch of them last year and got them sponsored on the back by the vendor. See, won't turn around and show you, but there's a vendor logo on the back. And I was given this shirt. He spent the money. He bought all the marketing materials that he needed to buy to make this promotion work. And I think what's so key is the way Leanne and Laura said, zero money. All the money goes to this breast cancer research. No one takes a salary. We don't buy or pay for anything. It is the the industry that carries the weight of this incredible promotion on their back. So if you decide to get on board, and I know that David and Nicole can help me with this, you may want to invest in this because not only is this for an incredible cause, I mean, there's some of the marketing materials right there, but it is all about community. And as we all said in the past, I bet you if you do research... What percentage, Dr. Justin, you may know, Jennifer, you may know, what's the percentage of people that you do business with that are really important clients of yours that have had breast cancer somewhere in their lifetime, be a loved one or a friend, that so many can relate to this. And you were genius back in 2011, 2010, that you guys came up with this idea on wanting to change the world. And look, oh my God, Jenny, Jennifer, you're carrying the weight for us right here. I mean, I know you're not the only one, but the first, you didn't hesitate a moment, did you? Not a moment. I'm so thankful for everything. You know, when I first heard about the vaccine, I didn't know the backstory. I didn't know a lot about how it was developed how long it had been going on and the lengths that these young ladies have gone to to make sure that it was funded. And I just, I'm so thankful. And I never got to meet Dr. Tui, which I really wish I could have, but I have met Justin over the computer one time and I can't wait to meet him in person. And it's just, and just recently got to meet Leanne and Laura and it's been amazing. And I'm so grateful. And we're grateful for you, Jenny, for being the brave first person to take the vaccine. And I can tell you that uh, Dr. Tui wanted to meet you. He wanted to be in the room when you got the vaccine. We all did. And uh, the Cleveland Clinic said, well, you know, we have to protect patient privacy. 
first and foremost. So you can't be there. But Jenny decided to go public, which is great. And now we have a chance to meet her. And it's just fantastic. And the trial is going wonderful. We've immunized 15 more brave ladies that have volunteered for this trial. The immune responses are really good to the vaccine and the side effects are very mild overall. So we're just really thrilled. We're two years into the trial now and we got about one year to go, but everything looks really good so far. Jenny, can you tell us any particular side effects that you could or maybe are not having? The only side effects I have are lumps at the injection site. The vaccine is a three-dose series given two weeks apart. And from the day I received it through today, the only thing I had were lumps at the injection site. So, and that's typical, I think, of any vaccine that you get, (laughs) including the flu shot. You always have a little irritation there at the injection site. So other than that, I have not had anything. Jenny, your story is really incredible. You ended up ultimately after a false diagnosis at the Cleveland Clinic and you lived two hours away. It was all fate, wasn't it? I believe that. I do. I mean, so many things happen. You know, cancer is such a roller coaster ride. Just when you think everything is going to be okay, something happens. And for me, it was kind of like that through the whole journey. It was up and down. And I didn't get into other trials that I had tried for. I was just in the observation arm, which at the time, you know, is is devastating because you feel like that you need this medication or whatever it was for to remain cancer-free or at that time it was a part of my treatment. So then when it came about that the vaccine was available and I was able to receive it, it just, I really think, and I think everybody asks themselves, you have that little moment when you have a pity party for yourself and ask, you know, why, why did this happen? No genetic history, nothing, but this is why that I was chosen. I got the short end of the stick at first, but now Logan, if one day we can prevent triple negative, then I would do it again. (laughs) That's hard to say, but if we can prevent triple negative, I would definitely do it over for everybody. (laughs) Well, look, we're here to challenge our industry. Our goal on the podcast is to advance the aftermarket. And we talk about being professional all the time. What better way to show a level of professionalism is to get behind a cause like this in our shops throughout the U.S. and Canada, right, Leanne? I mean, we'll take a brace for breast program in Newfoundland if we can, right? Absolutely. We like international. That's what I thought. Breast cancer has no borders. No, it doesn't. What I want is, please anyone chime in at any time, but I really would love to get to the focus with David and Nicole about how they have integrated the Breaks for Breast program into their business. You may be sitting there saying, yeah, I really want to do this, but it's such a departure for me and my company and our community and our customers. Nicole, you just jumped on this. It's been three years. Tell us about it. I've known Leanne and Laura for a while, and so that's how their enthusiasm just kind of inspired me. And, you know, going, you know, at a repair shop, there's mainly male dominated, right? So I was hesitant at first to like, how are we going to do this breaks for breasts? They're going to wear t-shirts that say it. But really once people get behind it and you explain it to your team, it really is something that everybody looks forward to. In fact, the guys wear their t-shirts all the time now, even throughout the year. So we we originally bought t-shirts for the first couple of years that we did it. Now we have them, but it's just funny to see the guys. So also you start to hear stories from your clients too, and that they really, the client and your employees feel connected that way. Reaching out to your clients when you start this, I've heard all kinds of great stories about someone coming in for September and a break job and saying, hey, in October, we've got this great program going on. And then someone said to me, I think we covered it on our last show, Leanne and Laura, where someone said, 
I don't want to do this in October. I'm just going to give you guys a piece of every break job I do for the whole year. I'm just going to make it easy. I care. I want to be involved. So it didn't have to be a particular special month. It just had to be a personal commitment from a shop owner to get behind it. Correct. So some people do their own little spin on it. And yes, if somebody wants to do it all year long, we're, we're not going to say no. That shows you the level touches people's heartstrings. So, yeah. David, with nine stores, give us an idea for a big multi-shop operation like yours as to how you fit it in. Sure. And if I could start off, real men wear pink. So at the end of the day, the NFL players, all these people in October rally around breaks the breast cancer awareness. And several years ago, we decided that this was going to be one of the mainstay that we support, donations that we're going to make every year. And so whether it's the collateral materials that we post at the locations, all of our counter personnel are going to be in the pink shirts. We have our AutoStream logo on there and we make sure, I mean, we're already prepared to go into October and starting October 1st, we make a big push. And what's awesome and the fortuitous nature or the serendipity is your clients are going to walk right in and they're going to be excited to see that you're rallying around a cause. And once you explain it, we have people that may have breaks at mid-level that uh, say, hey, can you just go ahead and replace the break for you there? I want to be part of this. And and so the excitement and what your people get behind in regards to this opportunity, I've rarely seen anything like it. And we donate to other charities, but this one is close to our heart. And as everyone alluded to, all of us in some capacity has been affected by breast cancer. And it resonates with your people and it resonates with your clients. Thank you for that, David. One of the things that I would like to cover is please visit the website and please spend some time there. Leanne and Laura, they have thought of everything because you may be sitting there saying, well, how do I get my vendor to play with me in this sandbox? And they got it covered. There's a letter. There's ways to help you put the words in your mouth to talk a vendor off of the ledge and have be part of this with you so that we can get break jobs done in October. And again, even if it's any other month of the year, if you want to make that commitment. Chris, talk to me about what you're doing. My team has a very specific set of skills and this message speaks for itself. I mean, there isn't anybody that hears this message, hear Laura and Leanne's story or Dr. Johnson or Jenny's story. And there isn't anybody that isn't moved when they hear these stories. So what my job is, is to be the megaphone. And I'm donating my team's talents, skills, abilities, press releases, copywriting, social media ads, all these types of things in order to get the word out. My job is to make sure that every automotive repair shop in the United States in Canada hears about this. I think the message will do the rest of the work. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate all your hard work on this, Chris. Cindy, I remember being in Cleveland and I remember seeing the check presentation ready to go out. And it was, I think, a couple of thousand short of 200. I think it was, guys. Remind me if I'm right or wrong. You're giving it too much credit. You're giving it too much credit. <laughs> and then it was written over and it was made around to 200,000. And because Kakui stepped up. Yeah. We, just the same as everybody else, almost everyone's touched personally by this awful disease. And so Kukui easily jumped behind it. I won't let it go to the wayside. I make sure that everybody that comes involved with Kukui knows that Breaks for Breast is something that's here to stay. We support the website. And so that's one a big way that we kind of contribute. But also we offer postcards to our own clients. So we don't reach outside of that at a discount. And then we actually donate 10 cents per postcard that we sell during the time 
period to the Cleveland Clinic. And so that's another way that we help out. But mostly we just want to come alongside Leanne and Laura and help out however they need and just be here as a mainstay and that kind of core part of being able to have the logistics of making Breaks for Breast successful. And so we do whatever we can. Thank you for everything you're doing and the great support from your company, Kakui. Look, let's not lose sight that we're here to recruit shop owners around the country that have heard of Breaks for Breast, but not really got in deep enough and understood enough about it, or have just said next year. Well, this is next year. It's right now. And we cannot meet Carm Capriato's personal goal <laughs> of, I'm sorry, 400 shops and $500,000 this year. And uh, I'm going gonna, gonna to ride that as hard and as high as I possibly can, because frankly, that should be really easy to do if we all just decided to get together. So we as a collective team and all the people that have participated last year need to actually forward this. We're going to try to put this little mini webinar out wherever we possibly can. Please forward it. Please click on it. Let's get some noise going. And I would hesitate not to do the telethon beg, borrow, and steal. I don't have an 800 number to give you, but I have a website to give you. And I don't have any person singing on a piano that's going to say, please donate, please donate. This is not. It's a participation program for one of the most devastating diseases, disruptors ever. And what I'd like to know right now, just to change the topic and get back to medical, Dr. Johnson and, and Jenny, please chime in. Tell us all what triple negative breast cancer is all about. Well, triple negative breast cancer in the simplest terms is just a very aggressive type of cancer that offers physicians very limited treatment options. And so we felt that this was an unmet need and we need to prevent this cancer so that women don't ever have to face the difficult treatment options and the limited treatment options. And Jenny can speak to this much better than I can as, as far as somebody who's gone through it. But our heart is in it. We want to prevent this cancer from affecting women of the future. And we're well on our way, which is great news. And I'd just like to, again, express my gratitude to Laura and Leanne and everyone on this podcast and all the shop owners and all the people that have gone in and gotten their breaks done for this cause. Because I remember that day very well that Leanne was talking about about a dozen years ago when they came in and they gave us this big check for $10,000. And we thought, wow, that's a big check. We can do a lot with $10,000 in a small lab with only four people in it. And the idea of the clinical trial was still very far in the future. And they believed in us and they saw that we believed in us and we made it happen. The checks got bigger and bigger every year. Leanne presented that first check and said, you know, you haven't seen anything yet. You just wait. And you can see the, the number of zeros that have been added over the years. And that has added up over the dozen years uh, that they've supported us. And we've done incredible things. Like I said, we got a phase one clinical trial going. We're two years into it, but we still have a year to go. And we still need your support because the really good news is building on the success of phase one, we're already planning a phase two clinical trial. But that's going to be bigger and better. And we're getting closer and closer to having this vaccine available in the doctor's office so that women can come in and get this vaccine. So there's a long way to go. We still don't know if it's going to be effective in preventing recurrence of breast cancer or the initial onset of breast cancer. Time will tell but we're very hopeful. 
and we appreciate your support. You bring up so many thoughts in my mind about, you know, it's it's not over. We have a long way to go. What does a typical vaccine, what's the incubation period, and all the approvals and all the studies? Are we talking a 10-year window here? Yeah. I mean, I th- the short answer is too long, but we need to make sure it's safe. First and foremost. So that's why we always take our time. But 10 years is about right. You know, Jenny, what a trooper. I mean, I can't, you know, after I saw your video, what a trooper. Thank you. Thank you. And I can't thank all of you enough. And I had told Brian and Laura, I learning their backstory and all the funding that they did. I know, Justin, that we have a long time, but that's where I get to come in as a patient and be a lot more hopeful and be like, no, this definitely worked because I feel it in my heart. And I had an immune response. And so I'm just living my life like it's it worked. So I'm thankful, thankful to all of you. Was it easier because you were a nurse? You had some medical background? My background was not oncology. It had nothing to do with breast cancer. So it was all new to me and especially triple negative. I knew there were different types of breast cancer, but I didn't know anything really about triple negative. And and, uh, looking that up for a very, very brief moment, I decided to really just trust my team at Cleveland Clinic and didn't dive too far into those statistics, thankfully. And it's just something that I couldn't do and I chose not to do. And honestly, to this day, I still, of course, I know a lot about triple negative, but it's one of those things where I just choose not to really stay in that space of all the statistics. One of the great impressions that I got from the video that I saw was you had a biopsy, you had a doctor, someone say, you're fine. But then your intuition and your feelings said something's not right. So you had a second and they said it was okay. But your intuition again kept climbing up and you went to the Cleveland Clinic. And I think the point you brought up was second opinions or thirds are okay. They are. And I think as women or all of us, we know our body the best. And I could feel it growing. And the the thing when it finally came to light about what it was, it started out as one tumor that grew to, like I had two small that then ended up growing into one large tumor. I don't fault that doctor, of course, again, uh, along the roller coaster. It's very hard that that happened. And there was about eight months that I wasn't treated, but we're all human and things happen. And for whatever reason, I mean, maybe the reason is this, because if I would have gotten treated eight months prior, maybe I would have never went to the Cleveland Clinic. Maybe I would have definitely lapsed out of my window to receive the vaccine. So again, I just think it all lined up the way it should have and the way it was supposed to. And you didn't think twice about wanting to volunteer for the vaccine? No, I didn't. Justin said it's hard to treat and recurrence is high. And so I was living my life like it had come back. And since receiving the vaccine, I just don't do that. I really just have a whole new perspective on life. And it has definitely shifted and changed my life. And I think that I'm going to live a long, happy life and get to see my kids get married and my grandkids all thankful too. Dr. Zuey and Justin and Leanne, Laura, everyone that had a hand in it. So thank you for that. I just want to say, like everybody says Leanne and Laura, but I just want to say that it is our incredible industry. Carm, Tracy, Chris, Nicole, David, Cindy. I mean, everybody that's standing behind this in the industry. So, I mean, yes, maybe we network and get people together. It's all everybody behind pushing their hands. I just want to make it clear that there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people uh, making this happen. And Jenny, I also want to thank you for being brave 
I never, 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 when we started this process, Justin, you said it was long. I, I really never thought that we would see, meet you, see you, you know, have a, have a person. I thought, oh, we'll be gone before this happens and it's happened. So thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. I have to talk about a really fun moment when we first met Jenny a couple of weeks ago. You know, when you know somebody personally that's pregnant and you get to feel their baby bump, well, I got to feel Jenny's vaccine bump, but honestly, it gave me goosebumps. I'm like, oh my gosh. And all the hundreds and hundreds of customers, clients of our automotive shops that have said, yeah, I'm in, let's do this. I'll do my breaks in October because we're going to contribute to the breast cancer vaccine research. And all the shops that are have participated, some have come and some have gone and some have come back that want to come back and make a, another commitment because... You may have thought, hey, I want to do this. This sounds fun. But man, I'll tell you, we're into trials, man. And Justin's talking about phase two. And if there's ever a better time to get on and so that I don't have to eat crow, you got to help me with this challenge. Okay, everybody, (laughs) I don't want to miss it by one person or one dollar. I just don't. So help me meet this challenge of 400 shops, $500,000 for 2023. Any final words for anyone? We'll go around the room and let's just get that this message out to the industry. Cindy, we'll go around the room. Cindy? Yeah, sure. I know that everybody who signed up in the past has received their registration emails. I implore you to forward those on to at least one other shop to be a participant in Breaks for Rest 2023. I believe in the in the email itself, it talks about just one more shot from each of, it doubles it immediately. And so that would be my kind of leaving moment. Excellent. Thank you so much, Nicole. Well, I was thinking about if we're hesitating, signing up to be part of this challenge, part of this fundraiser, the very basic thing, we sign up, we go to the website, we sign up, number one. Number two, we contact our vendor get that situated. And then number three, talk to our team. And number four, just start putting it. We even printed postcards and put it at our front desk, any form of social media. So you can join the cause and you don't have to do all of the advertising and press releases. And if you want to, you can, but you can start small and just get your feet wet and make a difference. You know, what I think is so powerful is if you're the service advisor or the owner of the shop and you're discussing this and not necessarily selling it, but offering it to your clients and being part of this thing, to be able to say the breast cancer vaccines in clinical trials. I mean, that's a goosebump moment. Couldn't say it a few years ago, but now you can. It's another bullet in the gun. Chris? I would just say share the message. Get the message out there to piggyback on what Nicole said. It really is about just having everyone out there understand what's going on and every shop owner and every shop manager, anyone who can make a decision about this. I know how the numbers work. I know how many people have to see an offer, even a really good one in order for enough conversions to go through. And we need to make sure that add a couple zeros to CARM's goal. And that's how many people have to see this message for, an, for us to hit the goal. So I would also like to just contribute if anyone has questions about how they can share the message, if anyone wants help with writing press releases for your shop and how you're doing that, social media posts, anything like that, feel free to reach out to me directly and I will help you so that you can get that message out. Chris at technicianfind.com. I'll bet you that's the email, right? You got it, Carm. That's it. Thanks, buddy. David? 
I'm just laying down the gauntlet as you are, Carm. We can do more for this cause. I'm going to make sure my team understands what our stated goal is. We measure key performance indicators. In October, this has to be a key performance indicator, and we can absolutely accomplish what we're laying out to do. Can't wait to see your results. Thanks, David. Jenny. I look forward to working with all of you, and I look forward to sharing the message and getting people on board and being a part of this wonderful, wonderful thing. Thank you so much and for your courage. Thank you. Dr. Justin. Well, as uh, Leanne and Laura said, this is a lot more than just Leanne and Laura. We're grateful for everyone, especially Leanne and Laura for starting this. But everyone who's on this podcast today, everyone who's ever been on this podcast, every shop owner or manager that ever decided to go with this program, every customer that supported the program. And Leanne and Laura can tell you since they've been with us from the beginning that we absolutely could not be where we are today without the support of Breaks for Breasts. So I would like Breaks for Breasts to give themselves a hand because you made it happen. Here we are. We can say we're in phase one and we will soon be in phase two. And we wouldn't be able to say that without Breaks for Breasts. Laura? So it's about breast cancer, specifically Breaks for Breasts. My opinion is it's going to change the way we treat cancer overall. I specifically haven't been touched by breast cancer, but I'm 110% in because there's been too much cancer associated with breast cancer in my family. So even though you haven't specifically been touched by breast cancer, which it's hard to find people that haven't, you know, any cancer. You know, like Jenny said, she was hoping and looking, and, and I've been there with my family, with the people I love, looking through the trials, hoping to find something that you can participate in. So just jump on board and support. It's about supporting people and being there and just broadening your community support. Laura, Leanne, thank you for your vision from... 2011. Appreciate that. Leanne, last word. Absolutely. I think what the shops out there listening need to know is that this is easy. Laura and I appreciate every shop owner out there, and we are you. So we understand how valuable your time is and how many hats you wear. So go to the website, www.breaksforbreast.com. Go to the Shop Resource Center. Start with the Q&A. It's every question we've ever been asked. It'll give you a great outline for the program. And then please dig in. Look at the marketing materials. Look at the how do I get my vendor on board. There's press releases. And the other thing is check out our Facebook page too, Breaks for Breasts. Because the cool thing is you will see how much success shops have had and the crazy things they've done to support us. But I think especially with the press releases that are available, it really helps your community put auto repair in a great light. Because let's face it, there are some consumers out there that don't view auto repair the best. And I just think it putting your shop in the Breaks for Breast fundraiser will just make your shop shine above all others and show what the world means to you as a shop owner. What a great summary. Thank you so much. Don't forget our challenge for this year, 2023. I'll be watching. Thank you all so much. I appreciate your time and your great expertise here on the podcast. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time.